Right, uh, Lauren, I need you to cut this bit out. Give me a second. <laughs> Let me go over here. Nice little backdrop. Hello and welcome to Mike Martin Asks. This week I have another very, very special guest for you guys. Now this person is one of the few people who's been very, very, very successful in our industry for a very long time. Um, he has an army of actually real world content writers, which most of us are now thinking we can do it with ChatGBT, but he'll probably explain why we can't. He's done over 650 websites and he's, in fact, he's the only person I know personally that's been able to make real big money in both the gambling, okay, um, and casino sites. So, 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 so all different types of gambling casino sites using SEO. So he's not using PPC, he's using SEO. He's ranking the shit out of these things. He really, really knows what he's doing. Uh, he's a good friend. We've met in person in the real world, which is unusual in this, this fucking crazy internet society that we live in nowadays. Um, and he's got some cool shit to share today. So um, before we go any further, Castro Dash, tell us who you are, my friend. Thank you for the intro. That That was some intro, to be fair. Um, yeah, like what Mike just mentioned, um, 650, 670 maybe now, um, rank and rent websites, gambling affiliate sites, casino websites, you name it, we're, we're, we're most likely in it or we know someone that is in it and we're helping them with whether it's link building, whether it's scaling out content, um, we've seen it all, we've, we've tested and trialed everything. So yeah, happy to well, share everything. Tell us how you got into it all first. Give us your backstory. How did you land in this um, amazing career of, of of online marketing, SEO, link building, and everything else that we do? So it was funny enough, it was by accident. And I feel like everyone falls into SEO by accident. But basically, a few years back, um, my brother introduced me to a guy out in the States and he wanted a website doing, um, and it was essentially for like business cards. So it was an e-commerce website. Um, and at the time I knew bits of web development and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you. Just chuck me a few grand. Um, so I basically finished that website. It took me four or five months. There, there was there was stuff on that website that I was doing that now I'd just hire a VA and be like, right, upload all the products. There was like 400 products. I was doing it manually every night. So um, times have definitely changed. But essentially what ended up happening is after like a few months, the, uh, the website got officially launched. And he came back to me like two, three weeks later. And he said, Kaz, where's the sales? Right. So the website had been built. It was a shiny new website. It's kind of, it's kind of like having a Ferrari, but no engine inside. So you can't really drive it. It's just locked up in your garage. So I was like, I think you need to do something called SEO. He was like, well, I'll pay you like a retainer for it. And that's essentially how, how it all began. Um, so I, I, was, I, I was reading Matt Diggity blogs and watching um, videos on SEO. And I, at the time, it was way easier than what it is now. Um, all you needed, I like realistically, was to just change some page titles and meta descriptions. But now, obviously, you need to worry about internal linking, backlinks. Um, you can't just spam a load of links to your website and hope for the best. Um, so, yeah, times have definitely changed. But that's how I got my teeth into SEO. What, what year was that? Um, 2000 and... 
17 or 18. So not, not too oh, long ago. Yeah, not that long yeah, ago. Not, so not, I, not I've, I've been doing SEO longer than you. I thought yeah. you've been doing it longer than I, but you're only young, aren't you? You just you just look older than me because you've got a beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't grow a proper beard yet. I'm only 43. <laughs> Give it a few more years. Yeah. I might get it. I'll be a pensioner like I when I was shooting my fucking beard. I'm like, yes, I did it. You know, be- yeah. Before the SEO world, what was, what was you doing before that? Where, how did you, where, where did you come from? What did, what did you start out doing? So I, by trade, um, like many, many, many years ago, I was doing like YouTube videos and, and gaming and stuff like that. Um, and then from that, then I done like a bit of like video editing. And then I then done web design. And then that's essentially how how, how it all went. So after after that, like I went to university um, and I done... I, do you know what? I don't even know what my degree is. Like, I don't, I don't use it. Um, so you've got a degree? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I graduated. So I'm 25 now. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated uni when I was 19 um, up in Shit. Scotland. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, sk- I skipped a few years at university because you can in Scotland. Um, if you have, if you take a certain route, you can skip like years one and you can go straight to year two and then you can do year two and year three and then you don't i, I didn't even do like a, a dissertation and stuff like that so i skipped year four um and just got my bachelor's degree um but that that's that's way before i got like me getting into seo and stuff i remember saying to martin when me me, me and you first met i went he's a smart motherfucker him and martin said how do you know i said because he sits there he says fuck all and just listens to everything and now you've just <laughs> proved it <laughs> <laughs> you just proved it to me with it, it definitely depends on the time of day so like i'll i'll have like for example like do- dooley says this all the time to me he's like you're a miserable fucker in in the morning i'm like what do you mean he's just like you just don't talk to people if t- people chat to you you're just dead snappy it's like well you just need to give me a couple hours to defrost so like early in the morning I ain't the best person to be around. I'll, I'll give him that. But then late in the evening, like past like seven, eight, nine, like I'm just like, I'm, I'm just very low level. But any, any time between that, so like from probably about 11 a.m. till about 5 p.m., that's probably the sweet spot. <laughs> and the rest of the time, you're a moody bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the SEO then, right? Let's let's before we start talking about what you're doing now and what's working and what uh, and what's making you money. What what over the years, what things have you actually done that have failed? Like what walls oh. have you hit where you've been like, I think this is going to work. I think I'm going to take over the world. I love to hear about people's failures because I think that's where you learn. I think that's the yeah. stuff where it's like, do you know what? If, if you know what didn't work, you can kind of figure out how not to play it going forward. Whereas just mm-hmm. hearing about what's working, everyone gives you that shiny bullshit, don't they? About, oh, I did this, I did this, I did this. And then it's like, all right, well, where's all the problems? Well, how did how did they go wrong? Yeah, so the amount of, st- like, th- there's there's going to be more stuff that I've failed that after I've come off this podcast, I'll be like, oh, I didn't mention that. But um, I've, I've done drop shipping. Um, that didn't work because of the the delays people place an order today they don't get their item for six weeks because it's flying in from china like massive refund issues you um, just reminded me one of my first right and the reason i remember it is because i was going through my um my 
my domain names the other day with one of the guys who builds my my um, lead gen sites for me for uh, I won't say the industries, but for like four different industries, he builds these lead gen sites for me, and he, and he turns around and he goes to me. What the fuck is that? And I was like, "What he went? What is shirt lifters, right? <laughs> right?" So, so, so years ago, um, what I did is I fucking um, I, I was trying to get into into the internet game, and I was doing some other shit. And then I found this place where I could buy fucking um, sex toys for men, like gay sex toys. So what I did is, <laughs> and, and I forgot until about two days ago that I'd even had it up as a website and was running and making money on it and all that. And that was a drop shipping business. And it was shirtlifters.co.uk. And I think I had mm-hmm. shirtlifters.com, maybe not, maybe I can't remember, but I definitely had .co.uk. But I was calling that because it was for gay guys, right? And to me, like, okay, they're that shirtlifters. <laughs> and he was like, mate, I did fucking, I started doing loads of real, real good money, really. But then when anybody asked what I was doing, it was so embarrassing. It was like, I, you know what? I can't carry on doing this. And it was just basically fucking drop shipping men's sex toys. <laughs> and, and and then I don't know if men are worse than women or if, if that industry is just fucking ridiculously busy, but you just reminded me then about it. And I thought, oh my God, that is something that I probably shouldn't share. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are here. You're sharing it. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's funny that. Um, so yeah, drop shipping, it didn't work. Um, what else? What else? PBN links back way back in the day, maybe like when I when I first started getting into SEO, maybe for like six months or something. I done I done some PBN links, and very quickly you you realize that if if you've got a footprint, it, it just doesn't work. Um, and yeah, just. I personally wouldn't recommend it. That that was like what five years ago now. Um, so that then I done a web design agency. Um, that done all right. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, How did you market web design agency? Web design, so just word of mouth. Like at, at the time, I wasn't that savvy on SEO, so I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh well, if I do web websites um, for like Mike Martin, they might recommend me to his mate, and his mate might recommend me to a few other guys." Now, if 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 I was to do it now, I would probably give the website away for free, right? And people are probably watching this, thinking, "What? Why? You're not going to earn any money?" But then charge for the hosting. Um, so you're getting something reoccurring every month. That's probably yep. the better model. Rebuilds um, is important in it. Exactly. Um, who, who wants to pay? Who wants to pay what a one-off seven hundred, eight hundred pound where you, you could charge them twenty pound a month for hosting? There's not really much expense to hosting. No, well, that's almost the rank and rent model, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You basically build it, you own it, you you set it up, and then you charge them a monthly subscription fee for for the um, thing. I mean, we're doing it at the minute. We're setting up an agency, and we're not charging big money up front. But I like to charge money up front because I feel like if you charge if you charge a big chunk up front, and then a, a, a like hundred quid a month retainer or something like that, you're then in a situation where if they if they go to cancel and they say, you know what, I can't afford it this month, I can't afford it. It's like if you come back. It's going to cost you a few grand again to get back in, which is a year's worth of money. You might as well find the hundred quid and go and cancel mm-hmm. something for someone else. Whereas if you don't charge the upfront fee, they can always just say, "Ah, oh, fuck him, don't pay him for three months," and then we'll go back. And so I always like to charge that retainer upfront with with client work. And we've only just restarted doing client work because I've always stayed away from it because I'm so busy. But I, I yeah. just want to change. I just want to. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, what, was be- what was your best conversion with clients then? Which was the best way? Was it always on the phone or what? <laughs> um i so 
way back when I was terrified to jump on calls. Like you would never see me on a podcast like this. I was proper introvert. Um, but over the years, and I, I suppose it comes with like experience as well. The, the more the more things you do, like whether that's running or whether that's podcasts or whether that's talking on stage, the first time you do it, you're probably going to be shit. But the hundredth of time you, you've done it or the 90th time you've done it, you're going to be like, oh, okay, this, that, 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 bang. Okay, that's a sell. That's a sale there. That's a sale there. I've converted that guy. He's buying links from me. That guy's buying content. It, it just it just comes very natural. Like now I do a lot of like backlink strategy calls for Sertru and stuff like that. And like two or three years ago, I, I would never have got on a, a call with anyone because I'm like proper. Do you know why that is? Right. I just read a book uh, for a few weeks back called Ego is the Enemy. And it said something in it that says ego is stolen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Confidence is earned. And basically, the reason you probably wouldn't have got onto podcasts or done any of that shit years ago is because you're not a faker, so you wouldn't run on ego, you wouldn't run on stolen fucking um, confidence. Whereas mm-hmm. now, because you've done it all and you've been there and you've made all the mistakes and fucked up and you know the answers to all the questions, you're kind of like, what can go wrong? Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I, I would probably agree with that because like now... There's like everyone knows the SEO game, right? Everyone has their own methodologies of ranking, or they've just read a Neil Patel blog or something. They they think they know how to rank, and then now I, you could put me in a call with anyone, and I am a hundred percent confident that there will be some middle ground where I could be like, right, okay, you're you're correct in saying that what you're saying, Mike there but have you tested that no okay well i have let's go with this strategy or whatever so yeah you, you probably are right i probably didn't have the, this the expertise um to jump on calls with people and say well have you done this or have you done that um so yeah um back back to the failures um yeah. the biggest failure or well not not failure, but the biggest thing that we that we learned as a team. So obviously we, we've got 650 ranking rents. We have 14 gambling affiliate sites and a few gambling sites as well. So if you could just think of the link expense, right, just for a second, like how, how much you spend a month on links, let's say a grand, right? If you times that by 650 and then you times that by gambling affiliate sites and casino sites and all sorts, we ended up spending probably three years ago, 250,000 US, so what, about 180, 190,000 pound, right? And we had to get rid of all the links. Every single link that we bought in that year, we had to get rid of every single one because they were spammy links. A month? No, no, no. Just in a, in a, in a one year period. So yeah. about, about 20 grand a month, right? Fuck. Is that because of the most recent update? With the Google, so basically there 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 was there was a mix of things. Um, so the guest posts like relevancy at the time wasn't as necessary. Then Google done an update and relevance became more more um, impactful. Um, the links didn't have any tier twos, tier threes. So tiered link building, as of today, right now when we're recording this, tiered link building is so important, and nobody nobody's doing it in local. So if you're watching. Do tiered links. Um, we're doing it. It's called single niche PVNs. I talk about yeah. them all the time. I've been talking about them for fucking years and we're still doing it. And it's Honestly, it's, it's like 
you just look at so many websites and so, some of the guys are like really advanced SEOs. Like they're, they know how to scale out content. They've got their own content team, like 14 content writers and like two or three editors and stuff like that. They, they just come to us for links and we're like, well, you've got these 10 grand's worth of guest posts. Why haven't you powered these up with tier twos? And they're like, oh, I didn't think of that. And it's like, well, you should probably start thinking of that. Um, so yeah. Um, Tiered link building is super important. Um, we weren't doing that at the time. Then websites, like a lot of guest post websites became guest post farms. So like a few years ago, people didn't know that they could monetize their websites by selling guest posts on them. Like a lot of PBN uh, sellers and stuff like that now sell guest posts on their website for like 45, £40, £500, whatever else. So the, the links at the time that we were buying, we thought they were good, but like fast forward 18 months or a year's time, we literally had to disavow all of them. Um, so it was it was literally like we done the numbers. It was about 242,000 US dollars of links that we had to disavow. Um, if you spent that money on just writing content, it would have been, been rock solid forever, wouldn't it? Well, so you say that, right, but... There's two parts of website recovery, right? So, or well, technically three parts. So one part is the off-page SEO where you're disavowing links that you would, that you buy today, but in two weeks' time, they're actually bad links because of because Google's done an algorithm update and yep. there's zero value in all of the links. Then the second part is an on-page recovery. Um, and that is, so... Content that was written four years ago, mm-hmm. nine, like, all right, okay, eight times out of 10 won't rank today, mainly because it's not like Google swapped how they read content. So they've went from like page indexing to passage indexing. So if you're asking a, a particular question, um, so like how tall is Mike Martin, right? Yep. You might have an about Mike Martin page. It's not going to go and read the entire article about Mike Martin. It's going to return that that little um, paragraph saying that you're six foot or five foot five or I, I don't know how tall you are, but it's 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 swapped over to um, paragraph indexing or like phrase indexing if that makes sense. So they've they've done it from a crawl budget point of view, by the way, because previously they would have had to like index and crawl millions and billions of pages, mm-hmm. but now they're like, how 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 do we spend less money on indexing? And that's yeah. one way that they've done it. So, so, so literally, I could have, a, I could have, a, but what if I've got a website then that's just got loads of, well, no, because then the relevance and the off-page SEO is not going to fit. But so I, I could just have a page where it's got one really well-written paragraph and nothing else on it, and that will rank as long as so, it's got the links, the internal links, the the the. Yeah. So, like, prime example, right? Um, obviously, everyone's seen the Google snippets, right? Now, one thing that we say to our content writers is like, write as concise as you can. Um, And I think when we came down, we actually showed you this two years ago, right? Yep, you did, yeah. Basically, back to like, okay, so someone's searching, how much money do I owe HMRC um, if I've earned £30,000, right? If you've, if, if, in the answer, like, so in the P tags, you're saying like, oh, well, um, it depends on 
if you're in Scotland or if you're in England and then blah de blah de blah. That's not what Google wants to see. Google wants to see a figure, right? So if you owe um, sorry, if you've made thirty thousand pounds worth of profits this this year, you owe HMRC seven thousand pounds in tax. Full stop. However, um, this also depends on your location and if you're taking any benefits, etc., etc., etc. So it wants a defined answer first, exactly, and an explanation. So not the explanation before the defined answer. Yeah, exactly See, that. I, I didn't know that. Um, I, didn't, um, I, I didn't actually know. Because I always tell people to put a range price in as well. So, so so don't always nail yourself down to saying, okay, it's £50 an hour or £75 an hour. Because what I've found is 99.9% of those snippets have always got a range. So how much is a plumber per hour in Manchester? Then you're going to be looking at between 50 and £150 an hour, depending on time and date. And, but we do tend to put the explanation in afterwards uh, Yeah. Um, without thinking about it. Yeah, so like a lot of the snippets, so like how much does double glazing windows cost, right? I would always train my content writers up to say mm-hmm. a double glazing window costs five from £500, full stop. However, this does depend on the width, the length, um, if you you want brass handles, silver handles, gold handles, etc., etc. Um, and all Google does care about is like how concise your content is. Essentially, um, you want to answer as much as you can in the least amount of words, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Don't you, you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't want to fluff your content up. Google doesn't care about fluffed content. Like, wait. So th- th- going back to what I was saying before, like if you go back five years ago, right? Everyone was talking about keyword density and word length. So if, if everybody else has 800 words of content on their site and they've got 6% keyword density, that's what you need to follow. So from a content progressive optimization point of view, um, the content wouldn't have ranked either. Even if we had, even if we had spent 250 grand on just on content, we, we would probably be in just as a bad position as what we were with the link side of stuff. So, I mean, we've I've never focused on, on keyword stuffing and keyword density and all that. I ignored everybody who said it because I had loads of websites, hundreds and hundreds of websites still ranking without all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, what we used to do was focus on H1 is the main keyword. H2s is the main services that, that you provide and we put them on the same page. So, so if, if, I, if I'm looking at fucking plumber location because we do a lot of local, then I, I would have emergency plumber and then I might have gas thing it i might have boiler inspection i might have various things in h2s and then what we would do is in the sub subsections of this h2 so let's say you're doing a boiler inspection each individual element that we talk about regarding the fucking um boiler inspection we'll put into a h3 underneath that fucking h2 and then there'll be another h2 then the h3s h2s h3s and we kind of go like that way uh but we kind of did we've done that without really thinking about it for years and years and years and as i've always ranked i mean i've still got sites that haven't got fucking ssl certificates on them and they're right. still ranking on a national basis in fucking hundreds and hundreds of areas. And I didn't mm-hmm. touch them because I know if I stick a fucking SSL on it or stick it through Cloudflare and do anything to it, it's going to fucking drop. So what I'm doing at the minute is I'm building out hundreds of additional websites mm-hmm. and then we're linking a lot of them together and doing all the shit that we've done for years, waiting for us to start pushing that site up or, or overtaking that site so that eventually I can then jump on them sites and get them completely rebuilt. Um, because I know that the, yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking mad, isn't it? The old stuff still ranks. I bet you've still got loads of them. Remember the ones you yeah. showed me when you came down? Yeah. They, yeah. Just, they just rank forever, don't they? 
Yeah, so get a touch of them. I'm like, oh, you're making me lose money. <laughs> Keep doing it. We're we're in the exact same boat. So like, if anybody has any websites that are from like six, seven years ago, eight years ago, just don't touch them. <laughs> because have you tried it on a few of them where you change it and you update it, you do something, and then all of a sudden it's like oh, the whole fucking site has dropped. Then you try and put it back to how it was before, and it never comes back. And it's we, like, we we always try to do. So we always try to do like as single variable testing as we can. So we like, for example, we won't go and do a full website redesign and also change the content and also build links. We'll do like one at a time. So we might say, right, okay, let's, let's put a three month strategy in place. So month one and two, we'll go back in and update the content and then we'll leave that for three months and then we'll go and do like a website redesign or build a few links and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it, you do need to be careful with sites like that. That's where a lot of people fuck up because they get their very, um, they start looking at it like um, they, they want it to work quick. They want it to work now. They want it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately in the SEO industry, that doesn't work. I mean, that's why I partner with Dave Casser. You, you've, I don't think you met Dave, but Dave Casser, who who he he focuses on, on the quick gratification. Like, okay, mm-hmm. spend your money today, use it in, in PPC and get amazing results in the next few days. But then obviously on the other, t- on the other side of the coin, what you need to be doing is building a long-term business by using SEO websites and, and, and create content and everything and not rushing the whole project. And, yeah. and I think that's where the two fit together because you guys don't do for calling in ads to use, but you've got sites ranking, making loads of money. So you don't need to. No. So we, we do. Can I say this? I don't know if I've got an NDA on this. Oh, fuck it. it. If you don't know, don't say it. I'll I'll say it. At (laughs) one point, at one point, we had the biggest PPC account um, in the finance industry. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were spending big, big amounts, huge amounts. Like You you guys are into everything, aren't you? Yeah, like, so... I, I was on another podcast and they said the exact same thing, the guy, right? And um, basically, we've went to po- we've went to uh, masterminds and stuff, and people are sometimes like scared to like say, "Oh, I'm in photography," right? And it's like, listen, we are in every single niche that you could possibly think of. There's no niches unless it's like a really sub 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 niche. We're in everything. We're in triple glazing. We're in double glazing. We're in law. We're in uh, personal injury. We're in um, locksmiths. We're in everything. Solar panels. You name it. We're we're in it. What's the driving force behind all that? Is it James? Yeah. So he, like, he's like a fucking. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur on steroids and on whiz and on fucking coke and on everything <laughs> you can think about taking. He's just constantly. He's got his hands in everything, hasn't he? So how, how how I see it is um like for example it might cost 10 grand to do a proper rank and rent website and that rank and rent website could earn, earn you anything from 500 to 5 grand a month. Yep. He'd much rather do that and I would much rather invest my money into that than Long going term. and buying a a house in I don't know in Bolton for a hundred grand or 250 and renting that out for 500. So you've got essentially 15 shots to try and make mm. a website work. If that makes sense. Yep. And you're going to get the same money and it's still an asset. It still builds, it still grows, it's still worth more. And, and the, this is, this is my, my, my webinar now that I do is called get rich with digital real estate. And it's, mm-hmm. it's all about exactly what you just said. And it's like, you can, you can go and invest a hundred grand into property and, 
because a lot of people don't understand property investing as well. So what a lot of people do when they're buying properties is, is if you've got a hundred grand to spend, they'll go and buy it, spend a hundred grand on a property and then they'll try and rent it out. And then in three years, it'll, it'll, it'll go up in value by about 10%. So they've made 10% on the money. Whereas if they got, if they split that hundred grand into 10, 10 grand deposits and got 10, 90 grand fucking mortgages, they'd have a million pounds worth of property that's all yeah. going up. So by the after the three years, they'd have doubled the money rather than only making ten percent. And they kind mm-hmm. of don't get it because everyone's like, "Oh, I don't want to get into debt." And I think I think that's the difference between rich people and poor people. Um, yeah, yeah. Is is that rich people understand that debt's not it's not something you want to get into, but if you use debt the right way, you can make a fucking shit ton of money using other people's money. That, um, that that's essentially rich dad poor dad. That is it. Yeah. yeah. So like. What what the rich people essentially do is they'll take out a loan to essentially start up a business, whereas a lot of guys will. And oh ah, there you go. That's the book there. Have you not I've read, read it? it. Yeah, All right, okay. It's been a long time since I've read it. I read like fucking two or three books a week, don't I? So kind of right, okay. On. Well, yeah. So the the gist of it is like the the top one percent or the top ten percent will use debt to make more money. So they might take a loan out and throw it in ten rank and rent websites, or they might go and buy a property and rent it out. Whereas the poor people is what he labels them is they've got like a, a very scared mindset where they're like, well what if all 15 websites don't work and what 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 if what if there's an earthquake and and the house collapses it's like you're you're thinking very negatively which goes to like i don't know if you've heard the the saying like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time yeah. with Love so if if you're spending time with a lot of negative people where they're like always scaring you and they're not pushing you to be the best person you can be, then I've seen this book. <laughs> <laughs> You've it's got a book, book for everything. Yeah, that's my but, yeah. book. <laughs> but yeah, it's in that. Um, it, it honestly does. Like I, I I have noticed that we're like I'll spend I don't know a week with um, someone that's like really inspirational, that's absolutely crushing it um, in business. Um, and you come back and you're like, oh, wow, that, that was great. Like I, I got it. I got it when I first met you and Martin and Keith. I was like, whoa, these guys, they're like on another level. Um, and you, you probably think that about me and James and you're like, whoa, these that guys are another me. level. Yep. So it, it, it does come it down James, to like. It was James that got me into this book. <laughs> oh, this is a, I started reading that. That's the one I'm reading at the minute. Again, I'm fucking. Uh, yes, it was. It was you guys. Some of the shit yeah. you guys were doing. I was like, oh my god. I think we stayed. We spent a, a weekend in the house, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, yeah, stoicism is so important. Like, if everyone that's starting off in in like the the digital money, like the internet money, as people like to call it, right? The first things that they'll do is like, okay, how much is a Rolex? How much is a Lamborghini? How much is a mansion? And by the time, like, they're not happy until they get that mansion or until they get that Lamborghini or until they get that Rolex or whatever else. And it's like, it's not about achieving that. It's about the journey and who you're with. So, like, I, I I could fly out to Dubai by myself tomorrow, first class flights, and I'd be bored as fuck. I've not got I've not got my mates around me. I've not got Mike to fucking tell me about all 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 these mad businesses that he's doing. I've not got any of that. So like, what's the point? So 
it like stoicism's like massive so like being able to like be a level of happiness like when when stuff is shit hitting the fan right shit's hitting the fan and you're like okay i mean it could be worse i i, I could i could be in a war zone in afghanistan but yeah. i'm not so like, i don't even think about it. i don't even care i honestly like a lot of people get stressed and get to the point where they're like, oh, it's driving me mad, it's doing this, it's doing that. And I always think, F- who gives a fucking shit, man? All them families that lived hundreds of thousands of years ago are all yeah. dead now. And, and and you know what? All them people that were massacred in all them cities years ago and all the other... They're all fucking dead. What difference does it make? And I yeah. think that that's one of the things that a lot of people nowadays... I, I think I said it the other week on, on, on a podcast where, where they're like, what do you think about the stress of people nowadays? And I was like, the fucking softest shit people nowadays are pussies, whereas years ago, people were brutal. They would literally turn up, murder your fucking kids in front of you, rape your fucking wife, burn your fucking house down, and then make you fight in their army. (laughs) And that was kind of the world. It kind of went a bit... We've gone a little bit off subject, haven't we? (laughs) Yeah. Have you heard of the the saying, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times? Yep, I have. I had not heard of it as, as big as that. I'd heard basically hard times create strong men, uh, good times, great weak men was kind of the thing that I, I'd heard. But yes, I've heard that, and it's, right now, it's so true. It's so yeah. so true, isn't it? Uh, right now, I believe now that this might piss off a few people, but I believe that there are a lot of weak men, um, and yeah. there's just not much. Like they'll, they'll they'll start crying over the slightest things, and it's just like, come on, mate. It, it, life could be a lot worse. Yeah, go back, even go back 50 years and think of how much how much the world's changing in, in the last 50 years. When I was a kid, I mean, I'm old now, I'm 40 fucking free, but when I was a kid in the 80s, like, like go, going to school and having a fight was expected. You, you'd like, oh, well, he's a lad, let him fight. I mean, mum would say that to the teachers. Well, he's a lad, what do you expect? He's going to have fights in school nowadays. I don't even think my son's ever had a fight. Like, he does crack and all that stuff, but I don't think he's ever had a real fight, you know, where they're like, picking up sticks and whacking each other and like a little gang fights that you used to have back in the day. If that happened now, they'd get the police involved and it's like, yeah. the world's gone soft. But do you know what, mate? It'll only happen for so long because look at what's, war always comes from somewhere. Mm, yeah, definitely. And they will be fucked. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I've I've seen some of the, like the, the Russian and Chinese soldiers, mate. Some of the drills that they're doing is nuts. Um, Mate, there's something going on at the minute, isn't there? And, and I know we're getting off subject here, but there's something going on at the minute where Russia are blaming the US for um, trying to bomb the Kremlin or trying right. to do something. In the Kremlin. Mate, they, they've set that shit up, haven't they, so that they can start a war with America? I, I, do you know what? I don't know. Like, I, I, I've not been following it as such, but there's... I personally think that there's stuff that the UK and the US have done that have been out of order, and there's obviously stuff that the Russia that Russia's done that have been out of order. Funny enough, right? I I was saying this to a few people um, the other day, and they were like, "This this is the weird part about war, right? If if, if the UK go and invade Afghanistan, right, we're we're going to say essentially like Taliban and ISIS and stuff like that. They're they're the terrorists, but to them." We're the terrorists, which is really crazy. And um, they're tough as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're tough as shit. They're proper men. Like, we're, yeah. we're sending over a load of guys that are like, well, I've not done my nails today. <laughs> you've got these <laughs> yeah, guys not, that are I'm living not, in the outback. I've not done my hair. And, yeah, they fucking, that will, will, 
yeah, it's it, that shit's scary, man. But I guess it's only scary because you've got kids. It never used to bother me, and then when I had kids, I was like, Ugh. see, the, the, this, this is also something that that Dooley's saying. Like, I've for the past like year now, um, I've been on a big gym run. So, like, I mate, I have not missed a, a day in the gym for like five months now, four or five months, every single day. I, I don't Seven take days a week. Yeah, I, I don't take rest days, right? Okay. Um, and the thought, so I, I say that to people and they're like, why? So more on that later. But Dooley was like, you don't understand this because he's got kids and he's like, I can't go to the gym at, at seven days a week or five days a week. He's like, I need to, I need to obviously try and be a good businessman, but I also want to try and be like the best father and stuff like that, which I get, right? But he's like, you're, you're going to change when you have kids. That's what he's saying to me. And I'm like, I don't I think I will. But obviously, yeah, I, I, pro- I probably will. I probably will. Mate, I was the selfish. I would, when I, met, I was 30 when I met my missus, right? And I was a complete asshole. Um, I had about four or five girls on the go. Um, I was pissed all the time. I didn't give a shit if I made enough money to last me a week. I was like, yay, loads of fun. Having like way really bad. I was I was a complete waster. But mm-hmm. I was making about four hundred quid a day. So because I've always been good at making money, it didn't make a difference. And then kids came along, and all of a sudden I was like, holy shit! Now I've got to think about somebody else <laughs> and something else. And it's like all of a sudden I went from being this this this, this idiot. To oh my god, I've got to be a dad, and then and then as as Cameron started to talk and get a little bit older, I was like, shit. Now and I, now I need to actually make a good impression on him, and I need to he needs to look, have somebody to look up to, and somebody, so I've kind of been driven into business and everything else that I've done, not because I've wanted to, because I've got a little guy there, and obviously a little girl now as well, but a little guy there who I'm like, I don't want him to grow up being like I was, thinking mm-hmm. the way I was was normal. But that's yeah. going on about the gym. I've got a gym right there, me. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen came, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you came to these offices, I didn't have it set up here. I can't remember where it was then. But now it got... was. It was behind you, I think. Oh, did it? Did they have? Did they have a gym in my office? Oh, yeah, I did have a gym in yeah. the I'd set it up and I'd put my thing in there. Well, I'm upstairs in in the in the in the main upstairs room now. So I've got a big thing here. That that conference table's gone. There's mm-hmm. the thing over here. I've got the YouTube thing, and then that that room's just a complete gym. So I right. use that every morning. I come into the office every single morning about seven o'clock. I do between three and seven miles on the air bike, you know, the rogue air bike. Yeah. And then, but I stopped doing. Um, I was. I've got a guy downstairs who works with me called Callum, and he does Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and all that. And I used to do a lot of that. And I said, and I, and I said, I've had to stop because every time I get an injury, as I'm getting older now, it, it's like like when I used to hurt my knee, it lasts about a week. But now if I hurt my knee, I'll, I'll, I'll be limping for six months. And it's like, I really can't forget. And then I was showing him this thing. I was bench pressing 140 key it was. And, and I said, watch. And, and we got it on camera. And you see as it's coming down, it's going back up. It comes down and the elbow goes poof. And you see it pop. And it's like, fuck. And I had to lift it back up onto the bar because I was doing it without anyone spotting me. And I had to lift it back up. And you could see my arm going like that. And it's like, and then I kind of realized all of a sudden it was like, I'm not going to lift anything anymore that I can't do sets of 20 with. And that's I've not done, and I feel, and I'm starting to feel loads better because I, I think it's it's that ego thing we were talking about before. I think once because once you can lift a heavy weight, you're like I'm the guy that can bench 150 key, and so you go into the gym and there's all these young lads there and all that who <laughs> ripped up, and I'm like a bit of a fat cunt, and I'm like, yeah, watch this, and it's kind of is that ego, and it's kind of, and, and and nowadays I'm like. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. throw 50 key on the bar and do sets of 20 and think fuck it, um, and not get any more injuries because you're injured for three six months nowadays. That heavy weight's not a good idea when you get older. Yeah, I am. Um, I recently done a personal best 34 kg dumbbells. 
Um, okay. You're probably like, that, that, that's, that's my warm-up weight, mate. But nope, yeah, it's not anymore. Form- <laughs> I, don't, I don't lift above 20, 25 key dumbbells now. I think, oh, I, do go, you know? I, think, I think it goes up to 35 in there. Um, the ones right. at the gym went up to 46. I used to love lifting them at the gym because I could show because nobody else could even get them off the... Well, they could get them off the racks, but it's like, it, that's 90 kilos. So what is it, 200... Wait, no, it's not. It's, yeah, it's about 200 pounds. No, it's about... Yeah, about 200 uh, pounds. 46 kilo dumbbells, that's what they went up to. And I, I used to be able to do sets with them. So I'd be able to sit down and I'd only do sets of six. And I'd usually do it on the incline on the bench. And then you'd see the young lads who were on the steroids coming up like... <laughs> come up and you could see them think, fuck that, I'm not even going to try. But yeah, you have to get out of that ego thing because... Yeah, definitely. As you get older, the... you start to get injured. I think James is similar age to me, isn't he? He's a bit younger than me, but it, it'll start with him soon as well. He does a lot of football, doesn't about, he? Yeah, I think he's about 38, 39. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure his age. He, he always says he's 23 to people. Yeah, Literally every did. time. You know he's a liar, but yeah, no, he looks my age then. Yeah, <laughs> had the tough paper rounds. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> you kill me next time he sees me. Uh, so let's go back to the business podcast because we went on like a crazy rant and a crazy thing there. So we were talking about the things that don't work. Um, we kind of got a little bit of the way through that. Um, mm. What are you doing now? What's working? What's not working? What 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 type of things are you doing for ranking websites? Or, or what what's Best best bang for buck. What are you making the most money doing at the minute? That's 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 working even after all the updates with Google and shit. Um. So doing. So when when a lot of people like talk about link building and stuff like that, and they they just think like, oh, I'll just go and buy a thousand dollars or a thousand pounds worth of links, and it's not actually the case. So th- this this is actually something that I've very recently figured out right so like link building isn't just a one size fits all um there's guys that come to me and they're like i've got like they could have two identical websites but one website might not have as many links or it might not have as much content and the link building strategy is completely different so like what you were saying before is i reckon a lot of your guys would build like a forward slash services page and they might list like six or seven different services on that Right. I tell them all to put it on the on the on the actual page. So so the, I'll tell you how we build it, and let me know if you think it's right. So what I tell them to do mm-hmm. is, you so for example, let's say you're building an electricians for uh, Manchester. Yeah. What I'll tell my guys to do is do long content. Put so 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 the 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 usual strategy be is first of all you'll go in and you'll find out what the the main keywords are from ChatGPT now. So you'll put in and ask for a list of the main keywords or the main services listed uh, searched for by a um, for an electrician. And then mm-hmm. what we do, so, so, so it'd be Electrician Manchester, and then, then you'll pull out the five key services. And what we tend to do is put those five key services on the homepage, and then you elaborate on all those five key services. That's actually on the homepage, but you keep it as local content. Then straight yeah. after that, you do a pricing section further down the page, um, and then you do a, 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 a questions always asked section at the bottom of the page. Um, and if you want to do stupid shit like adding images and putting maps and all that, it's, it's, you can, but it's not necessarily that relevant it really is as simple as that and then what we do is an almost identical copy of that goes on every single local page all the way around Um, Mm -hmm. and what we found is you don't actually need all the other pages that everybody else is saying you need you can still even now you can still do one home page and then you can have use magic page plugin to create a radius and build all the other pages and a lot of people say oh well you'll get done for duplicate content and they don't understand that duplicate content's nicking it from third-party sites if you if you've got an electrician that's based in this place here and he drives mm. to this location over here and this location over here 
he's the same electrician, so he's going to offer the exact same fucking services. The only thing that needs to change, logically, is, is location, geolocation data, longitude, latitude data, and all the bullshit like that, and the, which we do automatically in the back end. So the content doesn't need to change. Actually, the content changing, spinning the content, is is stupid because Google's going to look and say, if, if it's got half a brain, which it fucking has, it's going to say, this is an electrician who lives in Manchester. But if he drives to Oldham, he does the services totally differently than if he drives to Rochdale because what? What's the reason? What's yeah, because he's yeah, trying yeah. to fucking scam us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the, there's there's a, there's a few white things that we do. Um, so a lot of the local guys that jump on calls with me, um, I will recommend them to build a forward slash services page. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason behind that, and it's not from a crawlability point of view, or well, it technically is, um, more on that in a little bit, but it's more from a link building point of view. So if you have forward slash services, you can essentially get link insertions. Link insertions typically hold more power because they're already on a pre-existing page that Google's already crawled. Um, it has a little bit more power than just a fresh guest post. So I typically say to guys like, right, okay, your forward slash services page, go and build 10 links to that or five links or however many links I feel the website needs. And then also same with the forward slash blog. So I don't know if any of your guys are doing any blog roles or anything like that. We do for like to build up the uh, topical relevance and stuff like that, specific pages and bigger cities and things. A lot of the a lot of the SEO agency owners, right, will jump on calls with me. And like typically, an SEO agency, right, will sign up a client for let's say two grand a month or a grand a month, um, and part of it will be like two blogs or three blogs a month uploaded to the website, and a few links or a few on-page fixes or internal linking and stuff like that. Well, guess what? All the all the pages that they add on to the website will either be a service or a blog, right? So if you've got your forward slash services page powered up with link juice feeding down to all six or seven of your services, guess what? Those services are also going to pop because of the link power. But then same goes with a blog. So like if if you're uploading, let's say, an article to do with um, why you should... Um, is, solar, is solar panels um, energy efficient, right? That, that that's a very relevant blog to have on your solar panel lead generation site. That's going to go into the blog. And if you've got, for, like, let's say 20 blo- uh, links to the forward slash blog page, all of your blogs that you up- upload, it could be tomorrow, it could be in a year's time, they're going to get some link equity from the forward slash blog page. So that's what, that's what we do when it comes to link inserts. But then when it comes to guest posts, so guest posts, the content's actually talking about the keyword that you're trying to rank for, whereas link inserts, it's it's loosely relevant. So if you're a solar panel web um, website, you might get a link from um, home renovations and stuff like yeah. that. Whereas a guest post, the content's like proper laser focus. So it'll be it'll have NLP um, data within the article. So if you're trying to rank for, I don't know, um, solar panel company installer in Manchester the content's going to be talking about that on the guest post website. So that's what we typically do with, with the links. So the inner pages get the actual guest posts, the hub pages that hold all the, all the links or all the services, they get the link inserts. And then with the guest posts and also with the link inserts as well, we also do tiered link building. So making sure your guest posts have links 
and then your links have links and then it's going up for up to your money site um and then one thing from an on-page seo point of view and this this is completely freebie right um and you can do this within magic page because that's what all of our ranking rents have um, do you guys still use magic page yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we've got we've got 650 ranking rents with uh, magic page and we have probably about about 450 on a different platform that's that's a custom platform it's it's pretty old i've seen your um, platform it's fucking good i remember wanting your template yeah 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 um <laughs> that that's actually been updated since then so we've got a more up to date um version of that but again that's that's not on wordpress or anything like that um and that's we we only internally use that like we don't sell it to anyone so if anyone's watching this and they're gonna, they feel like they need to contact me. Don't just use Magic Page because it does it does the job. Trust me, um, you're you're probably just gonna be sucking eggs, swap, swapping over different different plugins and stuff. Um, but yeah, from an on-page SEO point of view, um, one the best thing about Magic Page, and I wish our sites could do this. This is the one pro that Magic Page has, right? So let's say, for example. Um, you have a page that r- randomly pops and nine times out of 10, you, you're going to have a lot of pages that pop. So let's say um, you have a page for plumbers in Manchester um, and you, you, you realize that that one page across all your website, across all 200 locations or 150 locations, that one page is starting to do quite well obviously you're not in the you're not in a money-making spot but you're like okay there's some potential you're you're position 10 um what we do is we go into google search console we add that url in so it's only showing impressions and clicks for that one page and Mm -hmm. what we end up doing is we'll so plumbers manchester there might be another variation so like um plumbers in manchester that fix spoilers right that might be like a a slightly longer version what we do is we'll copy that um, and then do control f on the actual page and see if that phrase is on the actual page but this is what we call progressive optimization if it's not we add that to the page and guess what because that keyword wasn't on the page you were getting impressions for it google thinks the content's talking about it. Now that it's been added onto the page, Google knows for a fact, okay, these guys do fix radiators or boilers or whatever else. So you're doing this for um, all your long tail keywords. Yeah. And that'll 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 filter down to all your other pages on Magic Page, won't it? Because it's dynamic. Yeah. So in in some cases, what we'll do is we'll remove it from the dynamic pages and we'll have it as a, a single page. So we're only editing that one page. Yep. But yes, you are right. So you, you could add it to all 200 pages. So all, all you would need to do then is swap out the Manchester for the locations um, short code. And then that's it. Bang. It's added on two, 300 pages. And then not only that, it's, it's not your Manchester page that's only getting the boost. It's all your other pages, like your Oldham, your Stockport, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, love it, love it. And you, you do something similar with the, the with the uh, search console with the internal linking, don't you? But we we don't need to talk about that unless you want to. The inter yes, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> what what makes talk? What it wasn't on your podcast. That was on the webinar, wasn't it? That I, I told that one. Uh, no, you actually have told me in the past about it because when you first told me about it, I was like, "Oh, mate, that's fucking brilliant!" And I remember talking to you about it. Um, I can't remember where it was that we spoke about it. It might have been 
Or that maybe means... an SEO Underground. No, I when think it, it was elite level masterclass for my um That's my, the one, yeah. My high level guys who pay me um every single year to be inside of there. I think you did it you did talk about it in that. But go on then tell us if you're gonna tell us you might as well tell us. No, everyone that. needs to join your elite level masterclass. No one's <laughs> no. getting this one as a freebie. <laughs> no, no, no. So basically what, what Mike's talking about is um let let's say again, um going back to um, the plumbers Manchester example. What you what you want to do is go into Google Search Console, see what the queries are, and essentially pick out a query that you think, oh, okay, that that's classed as a secondary keyword that gets one thousand five hundred searches per month. Then what you want to do is use that anchor as an internal link from another page. So if, say, for example, your primary keywords, plumbers in Manchester, but your secondary keywords is emergency plumbers in Manchester, you want to internal link that as the anchor from another page. Not only that, is if all you guys, you guys probably are doing link building, none of you guys are white hat, um, use that anchor as um, anchors for your backlinks as well. So if you're doing guest posts, if you're doing link insertions, niche edits, whatever else, use that as an anchor and you will very, very, very quickly rank for all your secondary keywords. Well, what, what when you when you told me about that, what we started doing was, we started, so so so, so let's like, like say a, a page pops for Oldham Rochdale, something like that. We'll mm-hmm. go in and we're, we're like, we'll chuck it into, uh, we'll chuck it into Google search console. We'll, we'll stick it somewhere and figure out exactly what keywords are ranking, uh, mm-hmm. what, what exactly what keywords it's ranking for. We'll pull down all of those keywords then what we'll do is we'll say, right, write as a blog page for every single one of those keywords based around every single one of those keywords for this website. And then what we'll do is we'll we'll put the blog page, we'll set the blogs to, to be published every, say, four weeks on the page on the, on the website. Um, and then what we do is, is we insert the keyword into each individual blog. So there's like a thousand words of content written based around that one long tail keyword pointing to that one specific page. And then four weeks later, it'll get another one. Four weeks later, it'll get another one and four weeks. Later. So what ends up happening, if you've got 12 or 24 keywords, you end up getting a year or two years worth of um, like on-page SEO, internal linking, mm-hmm. ranking that specific page. And then yeah. what we'll do on the same website is we'll do that for each individual page. So as as the big major cities start to pop and we look, we'll go in and we, we got this off you, completely off you. Um, right. And then we go in, we pull down <laughs> all the key, all the long tail keywords and then we create the blog post and we set the blog post to go live. But we do it every four weeks and we do it purposely like that because then what happens is you're not saying post every single fucking day for two weeks or post it. We do it once a month and we just do play the long game. And then what we'll do is as, as the site starts to rank and get higher, we'll do the same for the next one, same for the next one, same for the next one, same for the next one. And eventually what you have is a, a post going live every single day, but it's going live with a load of content on a specific long tail keyword for a specific MPP page that's ranking for that specific keyword. And what happens, it starts to push the whole site up and then the city short codes kind of just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just turns that's it into good. a fucking a beast. Uh, but we got that off you. That's kind of our long-term strategy now for ranking these websites with internal linking is kind of is kind of dynamically put together off the back of what you taught me. Um, right. And it's like when you said it to me, I was like, "Fucking hell, man! I've been missing that for years, like yeah, yeah, years." Yeah. Because it does. As soon as you put the link on for the king and it gets indexed, it pushes the page up. And then the next mm-hmm. month, another one will come out. That'll get indexed, and it's like pushes the page up, pushes the page, and it's all of a sudden it's like, and it just, and it really does work, doesn't it? It's like by it's like getting yeah. links, external links. It's it's but it's free, and it's it, yeah. Whoever's watched so this video to the end, 
that little <laughs> bit there was worth every single minute that you spent on here because he yeah. was talking about war and stoicism and fucking all the other crazy <laughs> shit. Um, that bit. <laughs> the knowledge bombs are always at the end. Make you a millionaire, that it will. Don't give a shit what you're doing or how you're doing it or where you go. I mean, I'm 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 starting a new um a new monthly uh, mastermind with 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 a guy called Ed. Um, I'm, I think we'll be sorting that to go live in the next few months, and that'll be one of the things that we we teach the guys a little bit further in. But mm-hmm. I, I guess I guess the, the big thing that, that I find everybody struggles with what we do is the consistency, the boring, horrible, shitty jobs that you don't like doing. Ah, the keys to, I've always said it for years and years and years, just build, 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 build. If you've been building for six months and you've been building a site every single day for six months, then you've got a hundred and odd websites there. And even if hardly any of them are ranking, they've been indexed, they've sat there. I mean, Craig Campbell was saying at um, SEO Underground, I remember him saying, what I do is I buy a domain, I put a shitty site on it and I don't touch it for six months. Yeah. That was what he said when somebody asked him about so I can't remember what it was, but when he said it, I thought, oh my fucking God, he's everybody's doing the same thing. They're just not talking about it unless you go to events like that. Um, and they're all saying, oh, you can rank it in three weeks. You can rank it in a month. You can do this. And you can't. Not, no, not in the real not. world. Not long term. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely not the case. Like, There's a, there's a lot of... Um, I won't say who, but there's, there's, a, there's a couple communities out there, right, where they will promise you like the world and they'll be like oh yeah you can rank the website in a month and it's gonna pop and you're gonna start earning millions it's just not long yeah it's just go on tell us who you're gonna tell us (laughs) no i can't i can't i definitely can't like trying Um, to cause trouble (laughs) (laughs) it'll be blastered all over social media um it'll get us a lot of views on the video yeah it would uh, it definitely would (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I totally, I know what you're talking about, mate. I've seen it with a lot of these guys, um, and I've seen a lot of people saying, "Yeah, you can." You can don't, don't get me wrong. You can, you can have a website ranking for long tail keywords in four to six weeks, but when you're talking money keywords and and shit, it's six months. It's it, even longer, twelve yeah. months. But then then they're gonna stay there if you do it right. They're gonna stay how, there. How, and keep making how I see it now is after so after essentially setting two hundred and fifty grand on fire, right? How I see it now is I would rather play the slow game of building a website out correctly and not cutting any corners and doing everything by the book. Okay, maybe not by the book of the Google book, right? I'm not completely white hat, but if you do everything right, you then actually have a sellable asset. Now, there's a lot of people that try and sell their websites and they've got a lot of PBNs or they've they've done some dodgy black hat link building method and it, they nobody wants to buy something like that now i don't know about you mike but a lot of the gambling affiliate sites that i that me and the team build out we essentially try to future proof it so say for example john over there goes and buys one of the websites for 5 million he's not going to get stumped after 2 months and say i just bought a site off kaz and it tanked the next day what was the point in that? Because you just you're gonna very. And you've quickly... already paid tax on the five million, and he wants exactly. his money back, and you're like, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> exactly that. So, um, you do. You, essentially, what I'm trying to say is, you you want to f- try and future proof everything. The, the worst thing that could ever happen to a rank and rent website is you're earning consistently two, three grand a month. You decide to quit your full time job, and then bang, it tanks. That that's the worst thing that could possibly yeah. happen. So. By all means, do not cut any corners. Do link building correctly. Um, 
and yeah, just do everything to a high enough standard where Google's like, okay, this guy is a bona fide website for solar panels or for whatever else. We're going to give him some. I, I remember doing, I remember doing um, years and years and years ago, this probably 2011. So you weren't even doing SEO back then. You were probably still no. doing YouTube videos. Was YouTube about, yeah, YouTube's 96, yeah. 97, wasn't it? Probably about 2010, 2011. Um, and what I figured out is Google did this fucking special deal where um, if you registered your mobile number, you could have a free website in Google. So all you had to do was pay for, no, it was a free domain name, not just a free website. It was a free domain. And then you could stick it onto the, these Google sites that w- would rank like crazy. And you could kind of build, they were almost like WordPress. So I was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. So I went straight to the shop, bought loads of pay-as-you-go mobile uh, phones, SIM cards, right? And, yeah. and, 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 and I built the, loads of these sites, 19 of them I had, I had built by hand myself. All of them just kept building, building, building. And, and, and I was ranking in Leeds, I was ranking in Manchester, I was ranking in Oldham, Rochdale. And I was at the top of all the major, all the areas, and mate, literally overnight, I, I, they just took me out. They just literally shut all my sites, every single one of them. They must have, I don't know why, but it was like, and, and ever since then, like people have always said to me, go get Google business profiles and all that, unless it's a genuine business and I'm running a real company that can verify all this shit, I don't waste any time on Google own pro thing. And I know that they can always de-index my websites, but I still don't, I don't do any of that shit anymore because, that I I mean, if, if if you talk about I'm not one of the people who get stressed out. I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll figure it out. And that's what taught me to learn about ads and, mm-hmm. and do various other things that, that give me like multiple layers to my business. But it was one of them times where if I hadn't have had pretty thick skin, I'd have probably jumped off a bridge onto the motorway or something stupid like that. Cause literally it was like I'm flying and then I'm and then I'm not flying yeah. anymore. All of a sudden I'm I'm screwed. But the challenge, and I was saying this to Martin the other week, I was saying to Martin. Um, would would you would you like to lose it all? And 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 we were having a conversation. And I was like, I think I would. <laughs> He's like, I was like, I honestly miss, I honestly miss the the, the chase. I miss the I, I like, I like that that point where it's like shit. We've got to do this and we've got to do this. And you know that. And 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 for the last few years, we've been financially stable, completely stable. Not had to worry about money. Not had to worry about all that shit. Literally, if we went out of business now, we we could last for years and years and years without a problem. And I'm like, I don't I don't like being in that situation. I like being on the edge of my seat. I like having to chase. I like I like the challenge and the thing. And it's like, if this doesn't work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're sleeping at a hostel <laughs> type of situation. And I miss it. I actually miss yeah. it. And I was saying it to him. And, and I don't think he agreed with me, but I think he gets where I, I I'm not. I don't enjoy being successful i enjoy the chase i enjoy the 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 the, the challenge am mm-hmm. i weird or is that is, is, is everybody like that no so weirdly i was thinking about this before i came on the podcast i was like what would happen if i was to lose everything tomorrow like everything you'd be free wouldn't you i would so I, I'd, I'd be free i'd probably have like maybe a month Hot. No, I probably wouldn't do a month holiday. I'd probably do like maybe four day holiday and then back to the grind. Um, and that I think, to be honest with you, I think that's just how we're wired. I don't think there's anything weird about it. I, I would personally say it's weird to be sad that you've lost everything because mm. you, you've, you've, you've yeah, you're you're back to zero, but you know what's required to get back to where you were. So it's like, okay, right. I know, I know I need to train. I know I need to hire these five staff, train them up on 
writing content, chat GBT and building links. I need to, I know I need to hire a web developer to build me yeah, websites. You've got no money to do that shit. So you have to do it all yourself. That's the cool bit about it. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm sat in a room. As long as I've got a laptop, I can, I know I can still, I mean, I, I say this in my webinar, knowledge process, knowledge plus, plus process plus implementation equals success. And then I talk about explaining to people about if you've got the knowledge and you've got the process, but you don't do fuck all, then you're still going to be skinned. It's still the same. You're still sat there with nothing. Whereas, but I've, I've, I was talking to Martin about it saying, imagine if we lost everything. It's like, I think, I think I want to. <laughs> what what did Martin say? Um, I, I, yeah, Martin kind of humors me. He knows I'm a bit weird. Um, but I, no, I don't think he, he. But I don't think he'd enjoy it as much as me. But no, I'm no. also in a situation where I've got to continue to keep it going and all the rest because we've got hundreds, if not thousands, of businesses that rely on us to stay afloat. <laughs> yeah, so we can't go out of business. But that... from a personal perspective, I think, I think the things you won't end up owning you. My mum used to say it when I was younger, right? Because we never had anything. And my mum always used to say, the things you own, don't, you don't want things, Mike, because the, the things you own end up owning you. And it never made any sense to me until I got older. And, like, I see people that care about, like, like cars. They've got flash cars and they've got big houses. And, and I could have all that if I wanted. Uh, but I don't want it because it ends up owning you. And I can't, I don't value anything that's not my missus and my kids. I, I don't yeah. feel the value of it because... I don't know what it is. It's just, it's, and I think it was my upbringing, but she, I remember she said it when I was younger growing up and I've always been like, not understood it. And as I've started to get older and, and we've started to become successful and I've started to own a lot of things, I'm like, it, it makes sense. It does. Unless you, you can switch your head off and say to yourself, none of it matters. Yeah. Have you ever seen the interview with um, Israel Adesanya? Um, I think he was on Joe Rogan, but basically it was, he, he had just won, um, the title in his division at the time, or he had the won a big fight. I, I believe that. No, yeah, yeah, the first time, right? Wicked was it that he took it off? I think so. Um, and basically, like, I, I don't know if do you know much about UFC? It, it yeah, seems like you do, yeah, yeah. Right. So the UFC fighters don't get paid that much unless you're like within the top like three. You don't get paid that much. And he was like, I just won the the title at the time, and he had bought a McLaren like 765 LT or something like that. It's like 250 grand or 150 grand car. And it was like the next day after the, the fight and stuff like that, I, I went into my gym um, with my brand spanking new car. And then he said it was the most depressing day of his life. He's like, I should be happy. I should, I've just won the title. I've just bought mm. the dream car that I've had. And he's like, no, it's like, that day, like somebody like dinged his car door or something like that. And he was like, I was absolutely fuming. He was like, a week ago when I had like the little shitty Ford Monday or whatever, yeah. I, I didn't care if someone dinged my car. But now it's like, I really care. I need to go and park seven miles down the road where there's free parking bays and no one's going to park next to me. And it's just like, yeah, that, that does make sense. You can imagine as well, right? As soon as you bought McLaren, it don't matter that he's the middleweight champion of the world. Every time he speaks to it, he pulls up in his McLaren and everyone's like, you've got a little dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what happens, isn't it? It's like you get... Um, you get so, so <laughs> it's so true. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah, I, that's that's kind of... It scares me that, the things you own and opponent you. Um, mm. we, we kind of... 
I've got a lot of investments and things that I do, but realistically, I always say to, 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 to Martin as well that literally if I lost everything and the investments, some of them are really risky investments uh, and, and there's hundreds of thousands involved in them. And, and, and if, if the, if the crap class crash tomorrow, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. I don't think I'd care as long as I can. Get, I, I mean, I have to keep all the software and everything up and running and going for, for, for the customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as personal wealth, I'm, I'm at the stage in life now where I'm like, I want that drive, I want that push, I want something to to give me that kick up the ass again, and, and I miss it. I miss that, but I don't think I'll ever get it back because you get to a stage in life where all the is, things is, you do end up making loads of money because you've learned from all your mistakes that you every time you jump on a new thing, like, like you and James, the shit that you guys have got going is ridiculously good. I can imagine at the beginning you just was failing, 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 and then all of a sudden it's like now eight out of every 10 projects makes a profit whereas previously nine out of every 10 projects lost shit loads of money and, and then you get one that claws them all back and it's like we've broke even now we've got nine more failures in us so let's keep going me me and james have this inside joke right and i don't think anyone knows until i say this now but we used to attend <laughs> loads of masterminds right and we were just shit at seo like we weren't we weren't we were okay we weren't that good um but now, after all the masterminds and after all the conferences we go to, we'll jump back in the car together and we'll look at each other and we'll be like, we're actually pretty good SEOs. And then we just start laughing. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, I remember, like, way back when we would go to masterminds and it was just, it, it was actually ridiculous because, like, we'd be like oh so what'd you do here and what'd you do there like asking loads of questions and i'm not saying like asking loads of questions is a bad thing but we we thought we were good seos at the time but we just like now comparing ourselves now to what we were four years ago like we're just a we're just a joke um, multiple industries as well that kind of makes you better if you, you yeah targeting one industry like when i did the locksmithing i didn't know anywhere near what i do now until I'd started to say, right, now we're going to do it in this industry. Now we're going to do it in this industry. Now we're going to do it in this industry. And there's different strategies towards different industries because certain industries want emergency services call out. Certain industries want a form fills. Certain industries want to book a, a, a call with, with somebody to sit down and have a chat and things like that. And there's a different way of, of, of writing the content to get it to rank for that particular type of, of um, service. So, 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 I think, and you guys with you doing everything, <laughs> like like literally everything. I so, think they, they even sell the the <laughs> they do some yeah. of the royal family. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that we that we kept saying, right, and like you, the hardest thing about anything in business is as soon as you've got staff, trying to keep the staff motivated, right? Yeah. Now. There was a saying that's just literally come to my mind now. And Dooley always said this to me. And at the time, I was just like, oh, mate, come on. It's, this ain't working. This SEO malarkey is not working, right? He's like, we, we, he said, if we figure it out on the hardest niches, we will be sat on gold. And yeah. I'm not joking to you. Like, if you can take, like, the, the 1% of the CBD guys, the, the 2% of the... The, the gambling guys and then like looking at um, slot websites, porn sites, all these websites that are really difficult to rank in. And if you can apply that to like a little local website in Manchester trying to rank for solar panel installers in Trafford and Manchester and stuff like that, you're going to absolutely 
annihilate them. That's why, like, I scream and preach about tiered link building because all the guys that are in pharma selling steroids, that are in porn, that are in CBD gambling, all these guys are doing like the the, the 1% SEO stuff. So if yeah. you can apply what they're doing to your little local website, you're going to absolutely decimate them. But it's not even needed. That's why we use Magic Page. If I wanted to rank number one for, for, for the industry in Manchester, it's a lot more difficult than me trying to rank number one for 60% of the local areas in Manchester without doing any of the difficult stuff. And then I can build 10 sites in the time somebody can build one, getting 10 times yeah. as much traffic. And these sites are going to stick and, and, and rank long-term because every business goes to a normal a normal website company or an SEO company and they'll say, right, where are you based? Okay, I'm based in Oldham, right? Well, there's hardly any search in Oldham, so let's rank you for Manchester and you'll just have to travel to, to, to go and do work in Manchester because it's, it's way more value. So then they're, they're going against all the other 150 companies like them in Manchester, whereas I'm like, well, you know what? We've got 50 searches here, 50 there, 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 there. Let's rank for all them and have no competition and just win. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. still working now. I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to work forever, but... I think there's still another good 10, 15 years in, in that strategy before, because there's so much search and local, yeah. something like 1.6 billion, right? There's three point something billion searches a day that last time I looked at this data, 1.6, 49%, I think it said it was, 1.6 billion searches a day, he's got local intent. 1.6 billion, there's 7 billion people on the planet. So literally there's enough for a lead for every person on the planet every week. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking 50%, ridiculous. 50% of all local searches land on one of our websites. <laughs> Definitely in the UK for me. Yeah. Uh, and we're doing a lot in the States now as well. Which is but I, I try to avoid, because so, I own Magic Page, I get to see a lot of the industries that a lot of people are going after. And I try and avoid the industries that everybody else is going after because I don't want to start putting my clients out of business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that i've kind of got this moral dilemma like i look at something and i think wow okay like this this we've got 300 clients all going after this one niche why well because it makes shit loads of money but can i go after it no because otherwise i'd be a cunt <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i have to not right castro i've kept you longer than i said i would i know we've been chatting for ages uh mate uh thank you very much for coming on if people do want to get in touch with you where did they go how did they get hold of you um we'll put the link at the bottom of the video so people can contact you if you just want to let them know how and what it is that you're actually doing now for clients and people? Um, so for any link building or content related issues or queries, go to searcheroo.com. We're actually doing free consultation calls on there. Um, if you want a conversation with myself, Twitter or Facebook is probably the best place to find me. My Twitter is Kazra underscore dash. Um, or even so if you, you just if you just you search Kazra dash. No, I couldn't. Do you know? Do you know who? Do you know who owns that? I'm pretty sure a Kim Kardashian fan owns that. At last time I checked, don't know how. Don't know why. What? Yeah. Sorry, I, I interrupted. Go on. What else? Um, how, how did you get on? You said and then Twitter and Facebook um, are the two main places um, I'm most active on. You'll you'll probably see a lot of my case studies and stuff like that on Facebook. I've not been on Facebook for a few years now. I, yeah. I deleted it a long time ago. I was, mate, I've, I've not done any social media in a long time. I feel like I'm invisible now again, which is good. Um, You don't get dragged into all that bullshit politics and all the fucking, oh, he said this about him and this and that. And he was, I, I never, whenever I want to try and contact you or Martin, I don't know where to message you. Like, I don't know if it's WhatsApp, Facebook. What's I, th- I think WhatsApp. Ah, right, okay. 
right, right. Yeah, text me on WhatsApp because because the only people that's what I always say to Lorna because when I deleted all my Facebook and all my other stuff, it was like, well, everyone who, who who's allowed to or or who's supposed to contact me has my fucking phone number. Everyone right. else and they, they text me on WhatsApp, um, and then uh, Skype as well. But I, yeah, not a lot as, as much anymore. It's kind of it's WhatsApp. But again, it's like that's 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 one of them things, isn't it? Is slowly moving away from phones. I've been yeah. trying to put, get rid of my phone for ages and, and it's like, I can't do it. Um, it keeps getting, every time you get them two-factor verifications or you get that thing where you have to authenticate <laughs> your app and it's like, I've left my yeah, phone yeah. at home because I'm trying to get away from it and then I need to go into an authenticator app for this and it's like, it freezes the whole day. So, yeah, yeah they've got us fucking locked right in. Anyway, mate, I thank you very much for coming on. It's been absolutely brilliant speaking to you. Um, I've kept you a little bit more than an hour, but not too much, but it's been awesome talking to you and I look forward to when we catch up again, pal. So I'll just say thank you very much. Cheers, everybody. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks. Bye-bye.